let's take a moment and pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we just honor you so much for this opportunity to be able to come before your presence with singing, entering into your courts with praise, but also entering into your courts empty vessels wanting to be filled by you. We just thank you for this assembly that's here on this morning that braved the weather and the, the temptation to stay at home in Bedside Baptist this morning. <laughs> we just thank you, Father, that your Holy Spirit is here. Now, Holy Spirit, it's time for you to do what you came to do. So I, I hide myself behind you. I ask that you think with my mind and you speak with my mouth. Give me clarity of thought and clear articulation. I have my notes today, God, and there are appointments that preachers accept, but then there are assignments that you give. And this is an assignment. So even with my notes, I open myself and my mind to receive fresh revelation and information from heaven for these people I make myself of no reputation. I'm not doing this for likes or follows or status. I'm doing this for your glory. Yeah. And I just thank you right now that Satan, just in case you didn't know, you're absolutely defeated yeah. in every area of our lives. You're defeated in our homes. You're defeated in our marriages. You're defeated yeah. on our jobs. Yeah. You're defeated in our money. You can't have our children, and you cannot operate in this church in Jesus' name. So we thank you, Father, that all of the harvest is secured. There are people that are here today that will start or renew a relationship with you, Jesus. And there are people that are circling Atlanta looking for a life-giving church. Today, they'll be free to call New Bridge their home so they can plant and grow. And all of God's people shout amen. 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 Can y'all do something with me? Let me act like I'm home. Let's make a confession over the word of God. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So just repeat after me. The applied word of God. Will change, my life instantly. will change my life instantly. I'm both a hearer and a doer, a hearer and a doer. of the word. I live to please God. Therefore, I walk by faith and not by sight. I will possess my promises. I will pursue with passion. I will prosper as my soul prospers. My faith is my evidence in Jesus' name, will you say amen? Look at the person beside you and tell them it's time for us to win. Yeah, it's time for us to win. Yeah. I'm so, uh, I'm so grateful to be here this morning. Um, I want to do a little bit of housekeeping. I'm not the best at housekeeping because on Sunday mornings, I just... I had a four-hour meeting with my staff on yesterday, and I told them, I'm not the guy that you want to really talk to on Sunday because I hate announcements. I hate, I just want to preach, man. So there's a few things that I want to get out of the way. Number one, um, there's no monitor up here, and, and, and I like to hear myself, so give me some more volume. They may be like, he's screaming at us, but I need to hear me too. The second thing I want to do, uh, not that much, but I know y'all going to work it out. <laughs> I think we need to give these amazing pastors and their spouses a hand for them praying for you. Okay, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. 
I didn't say your football team. I said the men of God that are leading. There you go. Yeah. Pastor Jeff, Pastor Dustin and their wives, man, they're doing something special and God has his hands on it. Um, I'm so grateful that my awesome wife, my baby mama, my girlfriend, 16 years, she's here today, Felicia. You know, truthfully, I only acknowledge her so it won't be no problems. Because, I mean, if you're looking, she's a looker. You know what I'm saying? And, then, and I'm just letting you know she with me so we won't have no problems in Jesus' name. That's all. That's, that's the only reason. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of her assistants, uh, Kiana's with us, and my mom is here. Stand up, mom. Look at my mom. Look at my mom. Look at my mom. What is this? 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 Okay, uh, I'm here on assignment from the Lord today. I'm, I'm, I'm tremendously humbled and honored to be here in your presence today. I don't take this gathering or your attention uh, lightly. So there's two things that I want to accomplish. Number one, I want to preach exactly what God has given me. I want to preach exactly what God has given me. Uh, my wife, she, we have a meeting back at our church, so she's probably stepping out. Now, I don't know what she's doing. If she's gone, I, I'll catch you later, baby. We got a very, very important meeting. See, she, she don't want to hear me preach. She's like, I don't want to waste my time. I'm out of here. So uh, she might be back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Okay, I love you, babe. I love you. No, we have some very, very important businesses. So number one, I, I, I want to preach exactly what God's given me. Number two, uh, a more important reason, I, I don't want this to be the worst sermon you've ever heard. So this is what I need everybody to do. We've all been in a service where it was just awful. I want you to think of that guy and that waste of 45 minutes of your life. And when you recant today, I want you to put me right above that guy. Okay, if, if you can put me above that guy, I believe we can go forward. Are y'all ready to do it? Yeah. Come on, if you're ready to do it, talk to me. Say, we're ready. You can go ahead and turn to 2 Chronicles 7.14. I'll get there in just a moment, but you can go ahead and turn there. I'm, I'm a father of two beautiful, spoiled daughters. Any parents in the room? Yeah, and, and, and one of the things that... I miss, as they're growing older, they're seven, uh, Madison and Mia's 10, and Madison is seven going on about 35, and Mia's 10 going on about 52. But one of the things that I miss about them being children is the dependency that they have on their parents where I, I, I'm wanting them to be dependent. I, I love when they used to come to me and I have to tie their shoes and I, and I love when they couldn't kind of reach in the cupboard and do things. And, 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 but, but their mom was different. She was like, no, you're going to learn how to do this so I can stop doing it, you know. The whole thing, if we really are honest parents, the whole thing about parenting is to raise them up so they can leave us alone. No, like get your, I was now, and as it grew, I kind of adopted my wife's theory because Saturday morning is a time to commune with the Lord with the eyes closed in the bed. Yeah. 
But then you would have this little crumb snatcher knocking on the door. I'm hungry. It's not time to be hungry. It's time for your father to be asleep and dream revelations of the Lord. It's not, it's not time for cereal. But then there came a day that she was tall enough, praise the Lord. And we realized, okay, the gallon of milk is too heavy, but Friday night we will pour you a cup of milk and put it down in the drawer with the grapes. Are y'all talking to me this morning? So you can get it on your own so I can still fellowship in the Holy Communion with the Lord. But as we've raised our children to become, watch this, independent, that they became dependent. Uh, they were dependent. We've raised them to become independent. But that's a problem because we're teaching them as a young age. Watch this. Don't depend on me. Depend on yourselves only. And as a society, it's reinforced. And it's continued to be reinforced. And then we have to change that mentality when you come into the body of Christ. Because now you have adults that have been pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps and they don't need anybody and they don't need any friends. And we tell people, don't do community with other people. You need to stay solo. And then we preach about Joseph. You can't share your dreams because people will tear you down and you need to be the lone ranger and all this kind of stuff. And now it's coming time to walk into relationship with God and it's hard for independent people to be dependent. And so today I want to talk about how we really need to be dependent upon God. And we'll celebrate 4th of July. We'll celebrate our independence. But really that's a problem with our society because we've become so independent that we lost the dependency that we need on God. Okay, about three people want to talk to me this morning. That's cool. Uh, we'll, we'll, it'll be better in a minute. As long as I'm better than the last guy, I'm cool. You know. But, but see, the thing is, if we can really look at our world, come on, y'all. I'm not talking about donkeys and elephants. I'm talking about our world. I'm not talking about somebody's like, donkeys and Democrat and Republican. I'm not, I'm not talking about you like, I'm neither. I'm a butterfly. Whatever. I don't know what a liberty but it's like... If, if, if we can't think from that lens, if we can just look at the state of our world... And look at all that's being infiltrated in society. When the news has to come on and part of the news is, hey, don't share that video on Facebook because it's child porn. Something's going on with our world. And we need to do something about it. Look at the person beside you and say, we need to do something about it. Second Chronicles 7 and 14, Second Chronicles 7 and 14, if you have a Bible, if you have a real paper Bible, will you raise that up like a real Bible? See, there ain't about seven people in here going to heaven. Okay, it's a few more. The rest of you people, I don't know what's going on with y'all, man. It's, it's not godly. No, as long as you have a Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, maybe you're new to this, just check it out on the screen. And you know what? And, and, and we all going to heaven. We all, we all going to heaven. We all going to heaven. I'm going to read this. And then we're going to break some of these things down as the Lord has given it to me. It says, if my people which are called by my name, he says, I want you to do a few things. My people that are called by my name, I want you to shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will do what class? Heal their land. He'll do what? Heal their land. 
he, he will heal their land. He will heal their land. I said this, as we become a people of God, we lose our dependence. We lose our dependence. We, we, we have to lose our independence and gain our dependence. Let's look at three simple things, three simple things to see out of this same scripture. If you can put that scripture back up in the lower thirds, because I want to preach out of the Bible. I don't want to preach opinion. I don't want to preach what I think. I want to preach what he said. Is that fair? So let's look at what the scripture says. It says, if my people, if my people, check this out. God, here's three simple things to see. Number one, God's people are called by his name and not their status. Okay, 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 okay. It says, if my people, which are what? Okay, everybody. If my people, which are do what? So we can see three simple things. Here's number one. God's people are called by his name and not their status. So here's the thing. Stop trying to be a person and become a people. He says, if my people in the day of personalities... We potentially have lost power because we're trying to be a person and not a people. If you look throughout the word, God never releases power on an individual solely, but he moves in the auspice of his people. Where two or three are gathered together in my, come on Bible readers, in my, there I am, there's the power, I'm in the midst. He pours out the blessing at the place of unity, not the place of isolation. So he's saying, I need some people that will understand you're not a person. You're supposed to be a people. Here, here, here's number two. Here's number two that what we need to see. Uh, no, I want to work on his people. Say his people. His people are identified by what he calls them and not by what others call them. He says, my people are called by what? My name. my name, my name. See, you have to be careful when you're operating and you're getting so many labels and accolades from other people that'll get you so blown up in your mind that you'll lose your dependence on God and you think you've accomplished it independently by yourself. Yeah, I ain't scared of none of y'all. I'm going to preach this word today. If I can't beat you up, I'm faster than you. I outrun you. I ain't scared of nobody up here. We say, let's do this today. Let's do this today. So we have to understand, we're not identified by ourselves. We're called by what he says about us. Can I mess up? Can I mess up since y'all invited me? Can I just go ahead and mess up? His people are called servants. His, his people are called greeters. His people are called ushers. His people are called parking lot attendants because, see, when you are a people, you understand that's what the culture is at Newbridge. Okay, I'm going to come on this side. Y'all sleep. I need to wake y'all up. You need to understand, his people are service. So his people are children's ministry workers. His people work in volunteer in the AV team. His people are called volunteers. A, a person says, I'm, 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 I'm not finna be doing that. I'll be back. I'm going to come over here. <laughs> you have to understand, everything you have, God did it for you. Okay. It's your breath in my lungs, so I pour out my praise. You can't even praise him without the breath that he gave you this morning. 
So if he gave you the breath, he gave you the activity of your limbs, he gave you the strength, he gave you the wisdom, but no, you get to a place you say, this my job, this my car, this my time. No, you're on borrowed everything. When Jesus laid his life down for you, he became the owner of your lives. So who are you to say you're not going to volunteer? You think that way when you're a person and not a people. Okay, okay. Here's the here's, here's second thing we need to see. Number two, number two. It's going to get a little bit better. might get a little rougher, but number two. He's looking for mature character and mature Christians. If my people, can you put my verse back up there, please, if, if possible. If my people, which are called by my name, come on, what do we need to do? Share what? Humble themselves and do what? And pray and do what? He's looking for people with mature character. You have to be mature to humble yourself. And he says, then I'm looking for some mature Christians that will seek my face and then do what? Turn, turn from, seek my face and, and pray, say and pray. He's looking for mature Christians. Let's look at number three. Let's look at number three. He desires to heal a sin-sick land. Yeah. People call by my name, humble themselves, and pray and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven. I'll forgive their sins, and I'll heal their land. But although there are three simple things we needed to see, there are three simple things we need to do. Number one, check your humility meter. Check your humility meter. Check your humility meter. Humility starts where pride is destroyed. He said, I need my people to humble themselves. And I think right now, if we can just look over the landscape of Christendom, and definitely within our government, there's so much pride and humility is almost non-existent. I'm baffled by how we can get so caught up, and I'm just chasing a rabbit really quick, as preachers, I can't understand how we'll get called into the ministry, have good skills or charisma, could be able to you know, articulate or be able to pontificate or whatever word you want to put there to make you seem all deep and big. I'm baffled how we'll take this holy sacred moment and make it about us. And we become prideful and we become so boastful in the moment when it's all about him. Where is the humility? Where are the people that understand if God were to run a commercial of your life on this screen, everybody on your roll would get up because they couldn't handle what you've been through and some of the things that you've done and some of the things that you said and some of the things that you're thinking even right now. So I have humility. God, I understand, man. Where people gave up on me, you didn't. Where people said I couldn't make it, you did. Where everything that I have is yours. I can't take any credit for anything, God. You have to remain humble. Somebody say humility. humility. If it wasn't for the Lord working in the midst of your mess, you wouldn't be where you are today. Humility doesn't take credit for what you didn't create. Humility understands, watch this, 
clay is clay. I'm going to put it on the bottom shelf. I'm not that deep. My water get about three feet deep. I'm not going to be like, I, that was so profound. No, I'm simple. I'm country. I just got a little polish on me, okay? <laughs> Humility understands this. When God created man, he created you from the same dust of the earth. So I've never seen a high quality dust of the earth and a low quality dust of the earth. Humility says, although your skin may be a different color, okay, I gotta come back over here because they tripping. <laughs> although your skin may be a different color, you're still made from the same dust of the earth. So since I'm made from the same dust that you were made from by the same God that sacrificed the same Jesus. How can I look at you like I'm better than you? If y'all have talked to me, this will go a lot faster. I promise you that. No, number two, number two. Three simple things to do. Here's number, number two. Seek his face. Watch this and not his hand. He says, if my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face. I'm just looking for some people in Newbridge throughout Atlanta that, 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 that want his presence more than his presence. I want him to fill the room and not just fill my bank account. See, you, you've been so accustomed to seeking the hand of God when God is trying to do something for you that Moses couldn't even handle. Moses couldn't even endure the presence. He had to see the back part of God. And God is saying, I don't want you to just see my back part. I want you to see my face. He says, my people, my people, let me back way up because I know some theologians are throwing rocks at me. I would dare not do this as replacement theology. I understand that this is a real people that he's speaking to, which is Israel, and I would not insert the church there. That's contextual. But from a content standpoint, we can use this scripture and apply it to our lives since we are the body of Christ. Yes. Yes. Number three, number three, number three, understand this. Admittance of wickedness is the doorway of deliverance. He says, if my people, we got to put the verse up here now. We got to put the verse up here now. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and seek my face. He says, I need you to turn from your wicked way. Turn from your wicked way. We want him to heal the land, but the healing of the land doesn't happen until we turn from some wickedness. So we have to understand, we have to admit, y'all, we have to admit, y'all, we have to admit, y'all, we have to admit there's some wickedness that I've been taught. There's some wickedness that goes on in my mind, God. There's some wickedness in my heart, God. There's some wickedness in my genealogy, God. There's some wickedness that I have to address in my life if I want healing in my life. There's some wickedness. And here's the last thing. This, this is free. Put the verse back up there, please. Here's the thing that God gave me that, that bothered me, that bothered me. We're talking about the land. Say the land. the land. 
The land isn't the issue. His people are. My people humble themselves, pray, seek the face, turn from the wicked ways. Then I'll hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. We're like, God, heal, heal the land. Heal, heal the land, God. Heal the land. He's like, that's not the problem. The problem is the people that are labeled, that call themselves Christians, that come to Newbridge, that come to the Faith Center, that come to First, Second, Third, Fourth Baptist, that come to non-denominational Baptocostal, Pentecostal, co- the, 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 those people. No, notice, it's not talking to the world. It's talking to his people. But here's the problem. His people want to play the role like ain't nothing wrong. How are you? I'm blessed and highly favored. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. We've learned how to serve over our issues. We've learned how to lift our hands over our heart issues. We've learned how to praise God and use Christian terminology. But he says, man looks at the outward. I'm looking at your heart. And I know in your, I know in your heart there's some issues. And I, and I need my people, I need my people to, to deal with some stuff. Because here's the problem. If, if he says, if my people... I'm going to move, but I, I got to stay here. If my people, you say he should preach faster. This is my sermon. When it's your turn, you do your sermon. This is my turn. Today. He says, if my people, it bothers me because if is not a conjunction, it's a condition. I, I'm studying this and I literally have to hold back the tears like even now. I said that God can't have the confidence to say, I know my people will humble themselves and pray. He, he didn't say, well, when my people going, because it's happening this week. He's, God is sitting back saying, I don't know if they're going to do it, but if. I, I wish that I could say 100%, I know that they're going to do this, but he's saying, if if my people will do it this is what I'll do but if if if, if I, I, I don't know if if the sermon is going to matter to them I don't, I don't know if the song is going to penetrate their heart I, I don't know if they're going to really address their issues I don't know if they're going to keep blaming the government and don't understand that the Christians can determine what the government does I, I, don't, I don't know if they're going to keep blaming the man I don't know who the man is but the man didn't do anything that you need to take accountability for your own life and take your destiny into your hands because when you operate in the kingdom of God you operate in a higher system than this Babylonian system but I, I, if I don't know if they're going to do it. I hope they do it. I want them to do it. I believe they can do it. I've given them the ability to do it. I've given them the understanding to do it. We've preached it out. We've talked it out. We've done it homiletically. We've done it all different types of ways, but I don't know if they're going to do it. So I'll just simply say if. So. Here's where our motives, Matthew 7 and 22. 
because I'm not preaching it if I don't use more than one scripture. Matthew 7 and 22. Here's, here's, here's where our motives and our agenda need to be addressed. You getting anything out of this so far? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I just need you to hear me. <laughs> I, I know it's in my notes somewhere, but I, I want to interject it here. When he says, if my people... You need to come to church sometimes and say, God, speak to us as a people and stop coming to church every week saying, God, speak to me, my situation. How is it possible that your pastor on 52 Sundays and you only come 27 of them, Supposed to speak to your situation every single time. Married people, single people, black people, white people, old people, unchurched people, de-churched people, church hurt people, poor people, rich people, medium class people, high-minded people, hypocritical people. I'm supposed to preach to all your situations every single time. I can't study that hard. <laughs> but when do you come to church and say, God, I know it's not correct grammar, but it is if you cross the Alabama line. We be a people. And I know I would love more money. I would love my husband to pick his clothes up out the floor. I want my children to stop wasting food and throwing our silverware in the trash when they empty their plates. I want things to be well. I don't want to wait at the hairdresser in the line anymore, God. I want this red light up the street from us to change. I got these problems, but God, today, don't solve my problems. Solve our problems. Give us a message for us. The people. Because if you'll be honest, when you get a message to solve that problem, guess what? You got three more behind that that had babies. And then when you solve them three baby problems, guess what? Some of the other baby problems are not teenage problems. We're going to always be in a place because this is what the Bible says, from faith to faith. Once your faith accomplishes that situation, now your faith has another situation. But when do you come and say, God, I want a new bridge word today. I want a word that's going to unify us that ain't no devil in hell will even try to penetrate the parking lot. I want a word today, God, for the people that what you will do on top of this hill, Buford will start shaking. The Cula will start quit Y'all sleeping, man. I'll come over here. I want a word for your people that will send revival and change things in this world that Gwinnett County will never be the same again. Give us a word for your people. If you want that, shout hallelujah. Come on, if you want that, shout hallelujah. Take five seconds and just give God praise right there. Come on, give God a praise right there. Okay. Okay. Here's, here's the thing, though. We 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 we, we got to do, you know, we got to do a big a big check now. We got to do a big check. Say a big check. Amen. Matthew seven and twenty two. Check this out. It says, "Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and and in thy name 
cast out devils. That, that's good stuff, right? And, and, and in that name, done many wonderful, not, not in our name, in your name, in, in the name of Jesus that every knee should bow and every tongue shall confess. I, I'm doing it in the proper alignment with your word. I don't do it in my name. I do it in your name. And, and I'm, I'm acknowledged I'm not taking any credit that I did this. No, I did this through your power. So you got to be very careful. You could still be doing the right stuff the wrong way. Okay, you may not know anybody like this, but I do. Have you ever known anybody that likes helping people, but the real motive that they like helping people is to hold it over their head? Yeah. Yes, yes. Don't point at nobody in here. Don't point at nobody in here. No, no, I'm serious. No, no. They like being benevolent only to get inside bar and be like, yeah, I gave him $50 last week. Why do you have to make yourself look big just because you're in the position to be able to help someone? You could be doing the right thing. Are y'all hearing me? With the wrong... I, I'm hard on my worship team. I'm a musical pastor. I play about five instruments. I'm very hard on my worship team, and I beat them up bad. I beat them up all the time. You don't come up here for you. You come up here to lead them to him. And the moment that I see it's about them and their coordination of their outfit and the move. No, 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 no. I don't want singers. I want worshipers. I tell them, you're tour guides. You're taking the people on a trip. And everything that you're pointing to has nothing to do about you. He's the main attraction. And you cannot take people on a tour with a place that you're not familiar. So you should have spent time with him this week. Because you can't lead me in worship if you don't know where he is. I'm having fun, y'all. I don't know who. I'm having a ball, man. I'm having a good time. But let's go to the message translation. No, let me give you 23, 23, 23. And then, well, I profess unto them, the people that did this stuff in my name. Man, I, I never knew you. I never knew you. Then check this out. Get out of my face. You that work iniquity. Let's look at the message translation. I like the message translation. I think Peter wrote the message translation. I love it. It's in your face, man. You might need to buckle up on this one. Let's look at the message translation. It says, hey, I, I can see it now. At the final judgment, thousands strutting up to me and saying, Master, we've preached at Newbridge messages we bashed the demons, and, and our God-sponsored projects had everyone talking. And do you know what I'm going to say to you? You missed the boat. All you did was use me to make yourselves important. You don't impress me one bit. Put that scripture up there so they can see what he said at the end, because they ain't going to believe me. See, they think I'm making this up. This ain't Campbell, this Bible. What does he say at the end? Did I give y'all the message translation? Y'all didn't get that? Y'all didn't get it? Look, look. No, no. I don't think they got it. I want, I want them to see it if they don't because they're not going to believe me. I promise they don't believe me. So I'm going to drink some water. Y'all don't have it? It's okay. At the beginning, it says, he says, you're out of here. The King James is a little bit more diplomatic. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. The message says, man, you out of here. Get out of my face. You could be doing the right thing wrong motive 
Second Chronicles 7 and 15. I'm almost finished. It's going to be a blowout today anyway. You don't need to rush home to the game. <laughs> Second Chronicles 7 and 15. I hope you all hear me today from this scattered display. God is looking for his people. He's looking for his people. Now, I, I, I'm not a prophet. I don't handle the mantle of a prophet, but God uses me prophetically. And although I'm teaching, preaching, screaming, yelling, talking this word out today, there's a prophetic part in here that the Lord placed on my heart. I was coming back from Houston, and I was flying, and the Lord began to speak to me after Pastor Jeff contacted me about coming today. He says, this is what I want you to show them. This is what I want you to tell them. I really want you to show them through scripture that I need them to really address some things because what I want to do in this day and time, they're going to be the catalyst for it. And if they can't be honest with themselves and handle some things, watch this, they'll stifle the move that I want to do, watch this, now in this generation. See, I grew up in church where God was always getting ready to do. He's getting ready to bless. He's getting ready to anoint. He's getting ready to heal. He's getting, and I grew up, and I'm like, what? It takes God longer to get ready than my mama. What? what? Why is he always getting ready? When is he going to be done? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I mean, the 2000 came in. God getting ready. It's 18 years later. Is he ready? Somebody say now. Not from your mentality, from your spirit. Say now. now. I'm telling you right now, in this moment, God wants to do something. But we have to understand and begin to operate as a people and not a person. Let's look at this. I'm going to read 2 Chronicles 7 and 15. He says, my people do all this stuff and humble themselves. And then now he, he gets down to the point. He says, here, uh, now mine eyes shall be open and my ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. Let's stop there. Let's stop. He says, you've been having prayer meetings, but my ears ain't been open. Now, now, I want you to think, why did he come and bash our church? No, I'm not bashing. No, you're doing wonderful things. I'm talking about the individual now. He says, after you can address some stuff and deal with some stuff and deal with your, humble, your, your humility, it takes, see, one thing I love about Pastor Dustin and Pastor Jeff, one, th one thing I love about them is this, is this, is this, is this, is this. It's hard to, to, to be a pastor, to be the main go-to guy, and all of a sudden go with the will of God and then split your role where you ain't the main dog no more. Somebody said, could he educate that up a little bit? Okay, I will. I was like, I, I, I lost him. I, I lost him after Jeff. I lost him. No, you're the senior pastor. Everybody looks at you. You're the senior pastor. You're the senior pastor. You're the senior pastor. God starts dealing with your heart. You're the senior pastor. God starts dealing with your heart. And he says, hey, let's do this thing together. Well, wait, who's going to be the lead dog? We ain't going to be no lead dog. We're going to do it together. Because it's about the kingdom and not my title. And you cannot have leadership that has humility and you come into a humble atmosphere with pride while well, I was the leader at this church well maybe at this one you're just on the team and you're not a leader in it oh my gosh I just messed up 
But when you understand you're not a person, you're a people, you'll just say, I'd rather be a doorkeeper at the house of God than not be in here anyway. Oh, I'm preaching. You ain't got to say nothing. I know this is the mail for the house today. One thing I learned about mail, even if you don't open it, the bill is still due. Hey, everybody's asking when things going to change. Everybody's asking who's going to bring about change. Everybody's asking somebody needs to do something. Everybody's saying something needs to be done. Do y'all agree with any of that thing stuff I said, said right there? Here's the big message behind everything. Check this out. It's not correct grammar. I already know it. But here's what I came to tell you today. We the people. <laughs> You're looking for change. God is saying, you are the people. I hate you. Look, he didn't even say it to my church. He said, no, this is specifically for Newbridge in this generation because my church got some hard stuff that they need to deal with. My church needs to make sure that they really want white people to come. My church needs to make sure that it's not about what we do, but it's about what he's doing. No, he's saying Newbridge is ready for it. We the people. Dog it. No, we the people. We're not looking for change. We are the change. We're not looking for it to get better. We're going to make it better. We are the people. Blacks and whites and Hispanics and people from Nigeria, people from Asia. We are the people. We the people. Now my eyes are open and my ears are attentive to the prayers that is made in this place for for now I I choose and sanctify this house I'm gonna break that down in a minute that my name will be there forever and my ears and my heart shall be there perpetually for perpetually he says okay check this out he says he says (laughs) I love this in verse number 16 and then I'm gonna back up I know it's not in correct order but hey it's okay verse number 16 for now I have chosen and do what sanctify which house Okay, I need y'all to take that out of the Bible. There there you go, mama. I need you you to take. See, we'll do stuff like this. I'm blessed going in, blessed going out. I'm the head. We'll take that. though. that's for me. Right? Uh, If God be for me, who can? You'll take that scripture out and you'll take possession of it. That's personal. I need you to think from a people. He says, I want to sanctify this house. God, I got, but I need you to do something at my house. If you'll give your heart to God's house, he'll straighten out your house. Maybe your house hasn't been straightened out because you hadn't made this house the priority. Okay. Okay, here we go. Pastor's points. I got three of them. I'm done. He's not finished yet. No, I got three points and then I'm done. Here's my precious point. You love it? Okay, I'm going to keep going. God's looking for worshipers. Okay, okay, okay. He says, now mine eyes shall be open. I'm in verse number 15. Now mine eyes shall be open. The Father seeketh those to worship him. 
So what am I saying to you? Here's my encouragement to you. If I can get that lady that was playing that nice, warm chord, she was holding the, the, on, on that uh, keyboard, if she can uh, magically appear, it'll be great. <laughs> Let me see. We can take Jabby, we can take, we can take any, Jill or Gabby or Jabby, it don't matter. One of them can stand on, we, we, we take both of them. No, no, I, I need that, that, that calms me down because now the Lord really wants to speak. So check this out. He says, I'm looking for worshipers. Here's the challenge, New Bridge. Here's the challenge, New Bridge. I, I'm, I'm kind of apostolic right now. I'm okay, Pastor Jeff? You can't take that long to get in his presence like you did this morning. He's been too good to you. He's got an assignment on your life. Listen, I'm being very honest with you. My church isn't ready for this. I got to continue to teach and pull up and root out. I got people that are still holding stuff in their hearts. I got people, I'm, I don't, hey, streaming audience, I'm saying it, it's live. I got people that I need to make sure that they're going to watch Black Panther as education and it does not fuel their anger. I'm seeking worshipers, man. I'm not seeking show-offs. I'm not seeking big shots. I'm seeking worshipers. He, God, God, God doesn't go through the Bible. He doesn't look for talented people. He looks for broken people. He looks for people with humility. But, but God, I stutter. That's okay. I'll get you an interpreter. I just need to make sure your heart is right. But, but, but God, I, I, I've been promiscuous. promiscuous. It's okay, Rahab. You're still going to be named in the lineage of Jesus, but if you just change your heart. But, but. But, but Jesus, you know, I, I don't want to be thirsty anymore. Hey, you know what? The water that I'll give you, you'll never thirst again. And the dude you're living with, I know that's not your husband. But if you have the right heart, I can use you. Some of you over here saying, you know, I, I didn't grow up in the church. It don't matter. You got people that grew up in the church ain't going to never amount to nothing because all they doing is church. God is tired of church. God wants kingdom. God wants people that's going to serve him. God wants people that's going to love him. That's what he's looking for. When he's looking, he's looking not for personalities. He's looking for people. Number two, God, watch this, is giving desires of the heart. But watch this. Many times when we quote this, we say it from the connotation of, 
He'll give you your heart's desire. But I want you to understand this. God will give you what your heart desires. No, I my heart desires a car. God, God, give that to me. Yes, that can happen. But the other connotation is my heart has nothing in it. God will give you a desire. And then that becomes your desire. He says, mine eyes are there and my, my ears are intended to thy prayers that I made in this place. For now I've chosen, I've sanctified this house. A God-given desire is his will for this generation and generations to come. He says that my name will be there forever. My eyes and my heart should be there perpetually. This is the last point, and this is for you, Pastor Jeff. Hear this in, in, in the spirit of all humility and in the power of the Lord as we get ready to finish. Will you all stand? In Isaiah 43 and 18, it says this. Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. It shall spring forth, shall ye not know it? Can I encourage a pastor right quick? God's about to make your driest place his new oasis. You may not even understand what it takes for a man to hear from God and stand boldly in the face of being ridiculed, lied on, called names as if you missed it. You don't even know what it takes for a pastor to make a stance to change a stage. You don't even know what it takes for a pastor to pull a leader down and put one up and to merge. You don't even know what it takes and you get lonely and you get dry but then God God sends a man of God to encourage the men of God that every dry place you've had, I'm about to overflow it with my grace and with my mercy and with my favor and with my blessings. And behold, I do a new thing and shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and, and rivers in the desert. Here's number three. If determines will. It says, behold, I will do a new thing. I'll do a new thing. I will. I, I will. I not maybe. He says, I will. When God says will, that's a promise. I will do it, but we got to go back to if. Do a new thing, God. Do, do, come on, do, do, do a new thing at the new bridge. The new, it, it sounds good, but yeah. yeah. It's not that he doesn't want to. He's just saying there's some conditions behind it. God's doing a new thing with leadership, with a new focus, with a new way, with a new anointing, with some people that want to experience a fresh anointing. I need the ministry workers that normally come at the end of service. Will you assume your positions here at the altar? 
And I want you to guys, I want you guys to really listen to me. As they're coming, I want you to do something. Everybody where you are, if you'll bow your heads and close your eyes. And just listen to me. The Bible says the day that you hear my voice, you harden not your heart. Because God wants to do something with your heart. He wants to do something with your life. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about if you know about Jesus. I want to ask you, do you live for him? If you can't say 100%, Pastor Campbell, I, I'm living for Jesus. I, I'm committed to him. I, I want to include you in my prayer. Or you may be in this place and you say, well, Pastor Campbell, I, I was one of those people. I, I was going to church, but man, just some reason I walked away and I understand that 2018 is the time for me to commit myself and I want to rededicate myself. I, I want to include you in my prayer, but I have to ask you a very strong question. Just listen to me here. If you die today, where do you spend eternity? If you die today, where do you spend eternity? He doesn't want you to be a person anymore. He wants you to be a part of his people. And if you're in here and you fall into one of those two categories, I need to dedicate my life to Jesus or I need to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to include you in my prayer. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not going to hold a microphone to your mouth. I'm not going to ask you anything. I'm not going to highlight you. I just simply want to know right where you are with all heads bowed and all eyes closed, if that's you, I want to include you in my prayer. So at the count of three, I just want you to boldly slip your hand in the air so that I can see you. But most importantly, that heaven acknowledges who's receiving them today. And when you lift your hand in the air, I just want you to look at me so you'll know that I saw you and that I'm praying for you. So on the count of three, if you say, Pastor Campbell, I'm not saved, but I want to be. I need to rededicate my life. Will you include me in your prayer? One, two, three. Slip that hand in the air for me. Slip that hand in the air. When you do it, look at me. I see two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38 people. 39. I see you there. 40, I see you back there. You can go ahead and put your hands down. Most importantly, God saw you. Those of you that raised your hand, I want you to repeat after me. And New Bridge family, I want you to repeat after me to support them. So all loud together, say, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for your love and your life. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and my Savior. Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God, raised from the dead for me. Teach me how to live this overcoming life for you. I confess with my mouth, I am changed, I am saved, I am forgiven, I am free. I am a part of your people. In Jesus' name, will you say amen? Can we give God praise today?